hello guys and welcome to our fourth episode um i hope you're well i hope um you are continuing to find these messages helpful um today we're talking about um the consequences of um of lust and um i've titled the message um set in stone um and and uh, and i know that there are connotations regarding the phrase uh but really what it means it's not necessarily um things that are permanent but um it also includes things that are really difficult to change things that are really difficult to come back from and so essentially um the phrase refers to those things as well and uh basically what i want to get into is um that you know um in as much as we've also talked about um how we need to run back to the father in our previous episode and how god graciously um, receives us when we repent we also need um, to be warned of the consequences should we um, reject god's call to repentance um, what we are in for not only in this life uh, but even in the next as we've um, mentioned um, time and time again and so i do hope you find this um, episode encouraging i do hope um, you, you do find it, um, um, what do I call, um, you know, when you, when you become really aware of, um, what, what we're dealing with here and, and the, the, the weight of the consequences. So stay tuned and be blessed. So without wasting any time, um, we're going to get right into it and um just sort of to paint a picture of um how i experienced um this lesson um you know um really coming out of um the the passages or the 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 the, the, the chapter um romans 1 um particularly the the later verses um you know paul um after mentioning um you know that that the popular verse that we know that you know for the gospel is the power of God to salvation, and he begins to outline how God has made Himself known, how He's clearly presented Himself, and um, that all men essentially know God um, in terms of what He He calls them to do, and He, he then goes on to talk of these people um, who, regardless of um, them being aware of um, God and um, what he, he requires um, continually resisted um, and, and, and it culminates sort of in, in these two verses uh, which I've put down from um, Romans 1 24 and 25 which is therefore God gave them up in the lusts of their own hearts um, to sexual impurity to dishonoring to the dishonoring of their bodies amongst themselves um, abandoning them to the degrading power of sin uh, because they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served um, the creature rather than the creator um, who's blessed forever. Amen. And and what Paul is talking about is um, is, is pointing us to the grace of God that restrains us. Um, the thing is, though, even outside of Christ, um, we are under the sway of sin. Um, there's a restraining of God, from God's, from God's grace that we are not as evil as we could be um so so th- that's why you know the world is as it is, it is. Th- there are people who wish to destroy everyone from 
another race or another religion. There are people who seek to destroy it all, maybe. Um, but that's not what happens because God is his grace which restrains us from being as bad as we could be. Um, yet as we continually resist, um, you know, one, 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 one preacher gives this illustration of how the conscience is like a referee on the field. Um, and, and as we continue to ignore his whistle, um, that the rules have been broken, as we continue to ignore him, uh, to, to ignore the conscience rather um, of course working through the Holy Spirit but um, we also recognize that conscience does not does not um, necessarily make a standard because your conscience may be corrupted but rather what we're saying is that God has given you a conscience and the more you resist it you reach a point where God gives you up um, in this, essentially in the illustration it's like the referee walking out of the field because of the continual um, ignorance of the player uh, in this case that's you um, or that was me um, and, and what it is is that um, like I, I, I really I never thought of it like this but like I said um, the, the, these episodes were kind of random in a way but I feel like it is God's grace that you know coming out of the last episode talking about how we have this opportunity to run back to the Father, how we have this picture of how gracious God is who accepts us back again and again. Yet there's a balancing factor that we are not to remain in our sinful state. We are not to per persist in resisting against God because God um, w w would say God will not um rather uh, let me call it directly that the spirit will not strive with us forever um god will not continue to to strive against you should you continue to resist him and really that's what what the center um of, of what, what we're talking about today is and um so 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 one of the other things that i've i've ex I've, I've, I've um come across is is a message by tim conway um titled um don't go back to your sin um, lest you die or you might die. I, I'm, I'm not um, sure of the exact title. But, but you know, in, in, re in reference to, um, he's a pastor, so he has uh, some pastoral experience about this. Um, I don't have that. So, uh, but, but, but just looking to scripture, um, you know, I, I became aware of, of how seriously God takes our sin. Um, how there were people in the Bible whom God killed because of their sin. And, you know, I, this is kind of the epitome of it because uh, I know I mentioned in the intro that it's not necessarily a permanent thing. Some of them might be difficult to come back from, though they are not permanent. But death is final. Death is like, phew, you know, you're gone. It's, it's done. It's finished. And that's what he talks about in, in his sermon. He gives an example of several people. He gives an example of his stepfather, um, some guys um, who, who visited his church, some young men who visited his church, um, some ladies um, who, who were, I think, who were prostitutes. Then they went back um, to their sin. Some people who did drugs and came to know God and they turned back to their sin. Uh, and all these people, you are talking about how they died. I mean, like, literally, they died being buried in the grave. And, um, you know, should you think that, you know, some of you, some of us are like, ah, you know, God has changed. You know, that's not the God of 
there's a different God from the New Testament and we look at it like that. But but as you see in scripture, it's not it's not like that. Um though yes, we see in the Old Testament people like Achan in, in Joshua seven, uh we see again God um in in um numbers twenty five that more than twenty three thousand it actually says twenty four thousand um in, in numbers uh five, numbers twenty five um which is um a cross reference of um first Corinthians ten verse eight that twenty three people died in one day actually more than twenty three people died in one day because of sexual immorality. You look to the New Testament, um the popular one, Ananias and Sapphira died for lying to the Holy Spirit. Um Herod in Acts twelve uh verses twenty one to twenty three is an account of how um, he was struck because of his um, pride and how he did not give glory to, to God. And so um, far from seeing um, or, or giving rather an excuse that, you know, God is not, the God of the Old Testament is like, ah, uh, fire and brimstone. And, you know, our God in the New Testament is, you know, all cupcakes and rainbows. You know, he, he doesn't really take that seriously. There is one God and he's the same yesterday, today and forever. And, you know, what, what, what really should come into our minds, um, um, surprisingly, is is not what it does. Um, so where we should come to a point of asking, you know, why the the first time I looked at a woman with lust, or I looked at a man with lust, or I opened that tab, and I chose to consume what is pornographic, what is sexually immoral, what is unfitting. I chose to watch that movie, though I knew what was in it was not going to honor God. I chose to listen to that song. I chose to do this with my girlfriend or my boyfriend. I chose to do this or that. You know, just sexual immorality. When I lied, like I said, Ananias and Sapphira, they also lied. When I did this, when I did that. The fact that you didn't die, instead of you um, coming to a point where you see um, yourself as um, somewhat standing aloof from from God's judgment and and um, condemnation for sin, is we are to see grace. We are to see how gracious God has dealt with us. We don't deserve to be here. God does not owe us anything in terms of mercy or forgiveness god is a just god um he can justly punish sinners and he has done it in scripture we know he says it that he is a just god and he will do right and so we need to recognize that we've been um blessed with so much grace in abundance and let's not abuse that there are consequences if we continue if we continually resist against the grace of god so what we're talking about um friends is that you know in light of this grace that god has revealed to us um you know we should not continue in our sin um lest our hearts be hardened as as, as the bible says in hebrews 3 13 and 14 uh, but instead, admonish, encourage, and urge one another every day, as long as it's called today, that no one among you may be hardened and set into rebellion by the deceitfulness of sin um, and, its, and, and its fraudulence and trickery. Um, for we have become fellows with Christ uh, and share in all that he has for us, if only we hold uh, our first newborn confidence and original assurance and expectation um, firm, and unshaken to the end 
and what 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 God is saying to us is that you know the 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 thought and and I mentioned again in the post that the thought that you could indulge in your sin, um, you knowingly doing it that doing it um, whilst aware that God um, hates it and considers it as wrong, and you persist um, in 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 sexually immoral behavior, whether sex outside of marriage, whether lust, whether pornography. You continually going um, against God's will knowingly um, and maybe assuring yourself that at some point you're going to turn back and you're going to, you know, get your life straight. Or some people tell themselves that, you know, when I get married, everything is going to fall into place. So many things that people tell themselves, um, but basically all circled around that um, repentance is going to come later and not now. Um, and and what, what what this pa- passage um, I would understand is saying on in, in that aspect is that that's a pipe dream. It's 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 a it's it's again a, a, a facade that sin hardens your heart. Sin literally um, seeks to draw you away from God, the one who can save. So the thought that you could continue in sin, then end up at some point being near to being near god or being drawn to him for salvation like that is foolishness it's 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 biblically foolish the bible says today today as you hear god calling you to and that's the the whole pretty much the whole theme that's repeated again and again in hebrews 3 that today do not harden your hearts as the israelites did when they heard god calling them to repent calling them to follow calling them to obey they resisted and they did not enter god's rest and all these things the bible says were written as a warning so that we who have come to live in these last days might know how god wants us to wants us to behave the bible says he calls you today tomorrow is not promised you will god does not owe you um any any grace he does not owe you you like the fact that you continue to resist against him to then he, he literally says in, in in romans 1 as i read that there are people whom were given up to his to their sin and again as we mentioned there are people who, who have died right who have literally passed away and so when when you are hearing God call you to repentance when you when you hear that call you take it really seriously as um i think it was George Swinock i I might not be um sure of the surname who says that though God promises repentance to all those who come to him he does not promise um a tomorrow for them to repent in what 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 he's saying is that today God promises you forgiveness and a new birth and eternal life if you repent today. But if you choose to put it off and you and God calls you to account today, that is your life ends this evening. There is no comebacks. There, there's no God. I, I hadn't. God, I, please bring me back. There's, there's nothing like that. And, and so we need to take this call seriously in light of eternity um you know the bible says um again in hebrews 10 along the same lines that if we go on this is hebrews 10 26 to 29 and i know that there's there, there are many misinterpretations that go on so i'll try to clarify that um as we go 
or afterwards rather. Um, it says, for if we go deliberately and willingly sinning after once we've come to the knowledge of truth, there is no longer any sacrifice left to atone for our sins. Um, to, to atone for our sins. And there is nothing left for us then but a kind of awful and fearful prospect and expectation of divine judgment and the fury of burning wrath and indignation which will consume those who put themselves in opposition to God. Right? And and he talks about how in the in the time of Moses, if if there were two witnesses against someone, he'll be stoned. And then he says in, in verse twenty nine, how much worse uh that is how much Heavier and sterner punishment do we suppose we will receive um, if we trample underfoot um, the Son of God in, in the blood which is shed and consider it um, a common thing and, and insult the, whole, the, the mercy of God uh, and His grace and um, unmerited favor. What, it, what it's saying, there's a sense in which all sin is indeed willful. Um, you, don't do, do, you don't sin and your will does not take take uh, part in that and again we mentioned in the in the previous episode that you know we, we run back to the father but but what 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 the bible describes in the life of 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 uh, of a christian is an anguish a fighting against sin there is to be a striving which 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 denotes or which marks the believer the believer does not wallow in sin the believer can can backslide the believer can stumble and fall into sin but the believer does not find joy he cannot stay in that state of sin he cannot find it because his life is in Christ and he's not bound under sin he will get back from that. He does not wallow in sin as like a mud, as, as like a pig in the mud. How it, um, you know, rolls around. It it finds joy in the sin. You you have been made new. The Christian is someone with a new heart that is after God, um, who pursues God, and so they do not stay in their sin. And so there is no con- so so the writer of Hebrews is talking to to a people. Uh, some some were, were of course like the, the the title says Hebrews, and were rejecting Christ as the one who was promised, right? And so what he's saying to them is that if you reject this Jesus Christ who is the Messiah, don't look for any other atonement. Don't look for any other sacrifice that is coming. This is it. Jesus Christ is it. His call to salvation is um, the culmination of God's grace presented. Before people to say, you know, this, these, these are the last days. God's judgment is coming. The kingdom of God has come upon you. Jesus has come. And so in, in, in relation to us, if we reject Christ's call, if we, do not, if we do not receive it by faith and we do not act to obey, to repent and to, to, to ask for forgiveness and pursue God, there's no longer, do not look for any other. There's no... Um, Jesus part two coming and, and, and doing the next time Jesus is coming is is coming to judge the nations you know they, they, there's no second chances there's they, we, we, you don't play with this you, you realize the weight of the situation that we're talking about and so and so that's that's the, the, the situation we're dealing with here that that God has placed before us life and death as he said. Uh, again, and we need to choose life, brothers and sisters. If we choose to reject God again and again, God has no obligation to continue to persist and to continue to continuously persist 
um, striving against us, as he says um, in Romans 1. So take the call of the gospel seriously when you hear it. It might be the last time you are hearing, even especially in light of these times of the pandemic, where, you know, life is so volatile. You hear people die left, right, and center. People, you you, you didn't expect, you think, really? But that, it's it. They're gone. There's no second chances. So, so that's 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 really centering on on the eternal consequences and and coming to to um, to to a, in this um, earthly setting, if I can call it that. Um, think of lost reputation. Um, these are things uh, again, other consequences that we're talking about. A lost reputation. I'm sure you've heard people. I think um, I, mentioning names really. You'd find them. You'd hear. You've heard people um, who, because of sexual immorality, have lost reputation, and and because of that lost reputation, they've lost opportunities to serve. Maybe there was a, that person was a minister or a pastor or someone, and then they 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 find themselves wallowing in sexual immorality, and they can no longer serve as a leader. You can no longer serve God to your fullest capability that it becomes hindrances in how you can serve God because of of your persistence in sin you know the 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 purity the bible says in in second um, timothy that you know a vessel that is pure right is is perfected and ready uh, and i'm paraphrasing sorry um for every good work right that that if we purify ourselves we will be vessels that can be used for every good work and the opposite is also true that when you continually um, engage in sin and continually resist god it hinders us from serving it hinders us from fully being able to serve god uh, because his spirit is not at work in us you see so the the fact that the the, the very um thought that we could impact um the church we would impact the world uh, by the power of the holy spirit becomes a pipe dream again and 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 you 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 think of again of hurting the body of christ all all these are uh, i'm sort of in a in a in a um chronological manner in a way so if if all these if you are discovered that you know you're engaging in sexual immorality you know you discourage the brothers you, you discourage the brethren you know think of a, a new believer who's in the church and who's battling sin um, and you know you are leading and you are persisting in the sin you're not fighting it so so what i want you to to to, to understand is that i'm not i'm not saying if you're not perfect you you can't serve because n- none of us is perfect um these things um we can fall into them um even whilst we're serving god even whilst we're in ministry even whilst we're here and there or wherever but what i'm saying is that you do not let sin dig deep and, and settle roots you do not give sin a a, a a a permanent residence in your life you don't give it a stand so that it builds house and mansions and it becomes prosperous you root it out you battle against sin because christ gave his life for you and you're not a slave to sin and so you fight that sin with all that you are and this is what this 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 um series is about to help you um, fight your your temptation, fight your your addiction, because God can overcome in you um, if you trust in Him. Again, you think of how the Bible says in Romans two, um, when Paul is saying that you know, do you if you say to others, don't steal, do you yourself steal? If you say to others, don't do this, do you yourself do that? And because of that, God's name is blasphemed 
when we um, hypocritical and we preach um, something and we leave something else, um, the world um, sees that hypocrisy and it hinders the gospel um, a lot of time. And so think of the big picture. Think of the big. Think of families that can be broken because of these things. Think of that. Think the the the, the fallout is so huge. Um, pe- people have experienced um, divorce. People have ex- families being separated, all because of um, the selfishness that that expresses itself um, as sexual sin. And so, brothers and sisters, please, 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 I beg of you. Um, do not take this sin lightly. Not just this sin, but every other sin. But as we are talking um, in this series, do not take lust. Um, for do not do not um, you, you take your sin seriously. Take it; it's serious before God. Christ died, and be careful that you do not trample the blood of Christ underfoot by continuously um, and willingly throwing yourself wholeheartedly throwing yourself into that uh, which caused Christ to be crucified. And so be encouraged that God has grace for you. God's arms are wide open for you to come and and, and find forgiveness. But do not continually kick sand in God's face. Do not continually resist God. Do not continually go back when God says, come to me and I can help you. All these things I was saying, pray to God. That strategy, anthem, use it. It's a strategy to help you fight. God um, is with you. And may God bless you and may God strengthen you to overcome um, both now and and even unto the day um, of Christ's return um, or when we go to him, um, whichever way it is, may you um, continue fighting this battle because your life depends on it. Stay blessed. Mm -hmm.